This program is brought to you by W. W. Norton and Company, publishers of Poetry Unbound by Patrick Otuma. Now in paperback and featuring immersive reflections on 50 powerful poems. Welcome to the guest editor Q&A hosted by the Academy of American Poets. I'm Mary Sutton, senior content editor at the Academy, and I'm here today with our guest editor for August, Divya Victor. Divya is the author, most recently, of the poetry collection Curb, winner of the 2022 Penn Open Book Award and the 2022 Kingsley Tufts Poetry Award. Divya. Welcome and thank you. Thank you, Mary. Glad to be here. Glad to have you. Let's jump right in. How did you approach curating Poem a Day for the month of August? I admire poets who treat language um, as both a problem and a probe into the everyday. So I curated work from poets who wrestle with language as a localized act, as material speech that's situated in nameable instances that hail us um, as marked subjects. I chose poems that may look harder, think in new shapes, demand more questions. And especially I chose poems that go beyond seeking affirming epiphanic ascent. And I also wanted to bring an internationalist breath to the curation with poets hailing from Canada, Chile, Singapore, and India. and those whose contributions ask us to acknowledge the U.S. American debt to Anglophoning elsewhere. I wanted August to acknowledge the elsewheres that make our language local and the poetry that can make those elsewheres feel like home as well. You know, when you talk about the ways in which we're hailed as marked subjects, uh, the literary theorist in me can't help but to connect that uh, to Louis Althusser and uh, that theory about ideological state apparatuses and the ways in which um, we are interpolated, as Althusser noted, uh, or called to subject ourselves to certain roles or values. For example, if you hail from the US or the UK, uh, there is this presumption that the literatures from each respective country comprise the true Anglophone canon. Um, So what interests me, especially when when I think about your work, is, you know, are there any specific changes that you hope to see in how Anglophone poetry is taught or disseminated? Well, I think we're in a, a complex and energized and interesting moment in which we are talking about identity in an expanded sense. I want us to be thinking about identity beyond demographics. I want us to be thinking about identity intersectionally, particularly as it pertains to our positionality geopolitically. 
Um, you know, especially angle writing coming out of the US, I don't think we are considering enough our, you know, what I like to think of as our necrotical advantage as um, American writers, US American writers, who are often writing from within the securities of the academy. And if there is a change I would like to see in how we're talking about identity, I want to see those questions of nation and necropolitical advantage and um, the, you know, the great and devastations of this empire, you know, that continues throughout the world to be addressed much more um, directly, much more frontally. In an interview that you did with the Asian American Writers Workshop, in 2021, you interrogated uh, concepts that connect us to a sense of, of national identity, which you just touched on, arguing that we need to forge coalitional efforts in the imaginary. Can you talk a bit more about that? Oh, um, think about coalitional efforts in contrast to, or in a kind of tension with the notion of belonging. Um, because I think, you know, speaking as a subject of the South Asian um, diaspora, I think the inclination to belong has led to some really difficult types of um, identity formations that align with Hindu supremacist fascism um, and conservative ideologies generally. And I think the, you know, many people in my community, uh, communities, I should say, you know, ethno-linguistically or religiously, um, feel they have to make political compromises in order to belong. And the more we can think about, think away from belonging and towards building coalition with those from other identity groups, um, I think the more we can achieve for uh, more of us. If you could direct readers to one poem in our collection at poets.org that you haven't curated, what would it be and why? Oh, sure. Um, I would really like to choose a poem that focuses on this uh, notion of the everyday, um, this notion of language as a localized act. And so I'd like us to um, head towards Rachel Blah Duplessis' Conjure, um, because it Nack's language's really terrific capacity as a shapeshifter, a trickster, an illusionist, um, who opens us to real uncertainties of historical moments, uh, which in Rachel's poem includes the everyday. And it was written in 2020 when many of us were, you know, looking at the everyday with a great deal of uncertainty, and that uncertainty marks the historical moment. And this particular poem plays with idioms and puns and typographic signals that keep language really debile and expands our sense of what it means to document a day or a year. Um, and so in keeping with poem A Day, um, I wanted to bring up uh, Conjure, which um, makes us question how time is divided, organized and understood through poetry. Um, and I think ultimately this poem helps me helps me think about poetry as a ritual of calling up, conjuring something, someone, somewhere who isn't present yet. 
Rachel Blau Duplessis's Conjure was published in Poem A Day on September 23rd, 2022, as part of guest editor Cynthia Hogue's curation. Divya, what are you reading right now? Oh, I'm so happy to be reading all the time now um, at Civitella Ranieri's library. Um, and, you know, I'm always reading my friends' poems, but... I'm also reading Wendy S. Walters' extraordinary essay collection, Multiply Divide, on the American real and surreal, which I absolutely love. Um, I'm also reading Anne Carson's Decreation, and I just finished reading Sarah Thungam Matthews' debut novel, All This Could Be Different, which is such a breakthrough and brilliant work. Um, and I'm reading Emily Ogden's On Not Knowing How to Love, other essays, which I'm actually rereading because it's teaching me a lot about the essay form. And I've just begun Dion Brand's Map to the Door of No Return. And what are you working on now in, in your writing, teaching and publishing life? You've mentioned uh, that you're in Italy. You might want to say a bit more about that if you're so inclined. Sure. sure yes. Thank you. I'm, I'm at a residency um, which is allowing me to focus on a, a new collection of essays, prose poems, and ephemeral or transitory genres that um, take pleasure in understanding touch, curiosity, bliss, and frisson in literature, visual arts, film, and architecture. And it's a collection that's particularly focused on the South Asian diaspora's contribution to these fields. That sounds wonderful. Thank you so much for joining me for this. And I'm so excited to see what's next for you. Thank you so much. Poem A Day is the original daily poetry series featuring new poems by today's poets. Produced by the Academy of American Poets, this free digital series is made possible by you, our readers and listeners. Learn more about Poem A Day, and if you can, please consider supporting this work by visiting poets.org slash give.